0: Nutrafol, baby. <laughs> Today's episode of the Sarah oh Fraser God. Show is brought to you by Get she Judged. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> but close, you'll understand that reference in like two seconds. Anyway, for all the TSFS listeners, for those of you who have been with me since my radio days, you all know Paul Wharton very well. Co-hosted this show for a hot second. Then um, you know, he's he's been on reality TV, he's an entrepreneur, and so much more. Now he's hightailed it to London. So he's back on the show talking about relationships. The question that everyone always wants to know is how does he make his money? And He goes into it today, plus a guy from his past who's come back and now with the Pope saying that we should allow gay marriage has an interesting proposal for Paul. It's going to be really good. And if you're a brand new listener, you'll also be, you'll get the rundown more of who Paul is. Before we get to that, of course, the best way to support this show and to support me is to frequent our sponsors. Saucy is where it's at. Saucy delivers alcohol to your door in 30 minutes in major cities across the country. That's right, Los Angeles, Chicago, Atlanta, DC, New York City, Philadelphia, and more. You can go to their website, saucy.com, to check your city. And if you're in the city limits of where they will deliver, you can. You can also download the free app, Saucy.com, or just Google Saucy. Go to the App Store, of course. Get Saucy for your Android or your iPhone. Put in code HEYFRAGE, you'll get $10 off your first delivery. Also have your ID ready because, yes, they check when they show up to your house. They give you everything. You can order everything from mixers, lemons, limes, wine, um, spike seltzer, and so much more. Download the free app today at Saucy.com. Also, have to thank JP2 Management. Our guy, Joe Passetto, is here for you. Now is a great time to start investing in your future and putting away money. Are we in a pandemic? Hell yes. Are you thinking to yourself, where am I getting this extra cash? Well, Joe can help you break it down that even a dollar a day can help you start saving for your future. And when you make an appointment at JP2, the number two, jp2management.com, he's going to pay for a free year of Patreon for the Sarah Fraser Show. So you get additional content at your fingertips, commercial free and before anyone else. Anytime you want it. If you are looking for a financial advisor, he is your guy. He was at Wells Fargo in their finance department for more than 15 years and then just started his own agency about three years ago. He has 20 plus years of experience, fully licensed, and he's here to help you start saving. He's also super fun and a longtime friend of the show. I absolutely love Joe. Go to his website, jp2management.com. All right, here he is back after months and months and months away from this show, Paul Wharton. I cannot believe you're back. This is because am- you haven't been. When's the last time you were on? I got to think it's about this. It's been a while. It's been a hot second. He is back. And I- you know what? We got to do a whole reset, Paul, because it- since I since you've been on last, I did a rebrand. It's now the Sarah Fraser show.
1: As it should be.
0: As it should be. Right. OK. It took me forever. <laughs> I love it. Which also <laughs> means that's some funny shit because, you know, I'm a crazy woman. Right, right. It, it took me. But, you know, I finally had to do that, Paul, because no one could say, hey, Frase. People said, hey, Fraze," Hey, Fraz. No one could even fucking share the show.
1: Starting with me. I don't know what your name was. I mean, I know we did that
0: show together. And so I didn't
1: know people were like, you can't even say her name. I'm like, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: i have missed you so much my and by the way my brother loves you when you come on oh he loves all your sex stories all your dating stories it's so
1: well, good you know i have a secret i don't know if it's a secret crush on your brother you know that right oh
0: i know i want you to move to maine to get with my brother and you guys become the dynasty of comfy dome like you guys it's like, Run a hospital, (laughs) like you sleep out under the stars in the wilderness with my brother. See, that's
1: where he loses me every time. (laughs) That's too much for you. you? Want me to sleep outside?
0: I have tried to trick you many times to come to me and sleep in the dome, and then I want to secretly record you because I know that's a sensitive subject. So let's not even talk (laughs) about (laughs) it. Uh oh, y'all, this is about to go left real
1: quick.
0: Well, look, we have some new Uh listeners. So I want to set the scene. I want to set the scene because new people are finding the show. And you have been, you and I personally, how many years do you think we've been friends, personal friends?
1: Well, I know when we were on Fox 5 together, and why was I wearing dish gloves and and (laughs) dressed in a tuxedo? And we were seeing something. Well, well, I mean, they had us shucking and driving. We did all that for that little sad way.
0: (laughs) You know what? We have to actually give credit to Fox 5. Fox 5 brought us together and they would make us dress up in these foolish things. Remember, it was like Lady Gaga had worn dish gloves to like some award show. Right. And she was was her boyfriend in a tux or something. You
1: had on the dish gloves.
0: I had the dish gloves on. They made you. Didn't they make you dress as Drake or something? And it was like that was for
1: Halloween. (laughs) I was Drake and um, and uh, Maureen was Rihanna.
0: Okay, and that was were, it. Who
1: were you that year?
0: Taylor Swift, remember? Taylor Swift.
1: Oh my god, I talked about her house yesterday. What Oh, oh. I'm on a new show here. I got to tell y'all about it. I uh, talked about her house.
0: Okay, so you and I have known each other. I'm going to say going on close to 10 years. Yeah, Eight, absolutely. Nine. Okay. So, for those of you who don't know, Paul Wharton in DC is like the DC it celebrity. He has been for years. Like so, you know, you started your career on two big reality shows, Made MTV's Made back yes. in the day. You you, and at the time you on made you appeared as like a hairstylist, right? Or like no, I
1: appeared as the model coach. I made not into a model. Yes.
0: Okay, you were the model coach. Then you were on the first round of Real Housewives of DC. So seven. The
1: only round. Well, and in between, then you know I did lots of shows. I did VH1's The Agency. I did TV Land. She's Got the Look. Uh BET's uh Who Wore What, which is the first ever Fashion Police show for black folks with me and Vivekas.
0: Okay. And
1: I did um just a just a bunch of shows in between time. Ricky Lake, I was the makeover guy on Ricky Lake. I mean, I go back. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky
0: Lake? <I laughs> what, go was, back, yeah. what was Ricky like to work with? Go, Ricky. Go, go Ricky, go Ricky. Ricky. Okay, wait, what was she, she like was
1: to wonderful. work with? I, I'm actually She was absolutely wonderful. And the interesting thing is I was partners with Lauren Lake from Paternity Court. So she and I were coupled up as a duo and we would make people over together. Wait, and was, now she's doing great.
0: Was Lauren Lake related to Ricky Lake?
1: No, she's a black woman. Oh Lauren Lake, and it couldn't be more different. <laughs> Ricky Lake and well, Lauren Lake. What, so, do you know the show? Do you know the show Paternity Court?
0: Yes, yes, yes. She's the
1: host of that. We, we're still friends.
0: Okay, got she it. She and I it.
1: used to make, I remember we made this one woman over and she was like a, um, she was like a wrestler and she wanted to feminize herself. And, and when she walked into the room, she had on some Birkenstocks and I said, <laughs> kick those Ford Escorts off your feet. <laughs> that. Kick those Ford yeah, Escorts. I was like, oh, girl, you put me to work. How much am I getting paid for this? But they paid me a whole bunch of money. So that was okay.
0: Oh, my God. So, (laughs) but you over, and you are known. So people are going to, they're going to see the video. And also, you can follow Paul Wharton Style on Instagram, right? But you are known for your signature hair. Right? Over the, <laughs> and over the years, you've talked about cutting it, but I feel like you never will because people yeah. also identify you. People on the street in D.C. will be like, oh yeah, you're that guy on Fox 5 with the hair. <laughs> yeah, they yes. get a lot of cars and everything.
1: Because, you know, listen, I mean, I have a very distinctive look. It's so funny. When I was growing up, you know, you're a kid with the big old head, big old forehead. They say, hey, big head! Hey, big head! And I'm like, why God? Why did you crush me with this big old forehead? But, you know... <laughs> Later in life, it's just like, you know, it it becomes something that makes you distinctive. You stand out and then you kind of come into your own. You know, I've I've defined and refined my look using my own products. Get judged.
0: Get judged. Oh, my God. We have to promote all your products Mm. because that's what Paul is also known for on this show. But how would you describe your hair? Because it is and a lot of people in a way, I mean, you have nothing in common with Donald Trump. But one thing you do is people do question
1: Wait a minute now. What the fuck is going on? What kind of setup is this? I mean,
0: I'm not saying saying that you're... Hold on now.
1: Let me me get
0: real close. I'm not saying that you're a black man supporting Trump. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you two have nothing in common except for the fact that people will ask me on the street because I I get DMs about you when you're not on this show. That's how famous you are. People will ask me, is his hair real? I don't believe (laughs) it. I think it's a weave. I think it's a wig. I'm like... (laughs) I think it's actually his hair.
1: I swear to you all... On everything, on my mama, who you, can you see her up there? That's that's me and my mom at Great oh, Gardens. There's you know? Brenda.
0: She is, oh my God, we have to talk about your mom too. Because you also, if you're just finding this show, you need to realize, Brenda is, I would say, the ultimate stage mom of all mothers. <laughs> all yeah. mothers. She goes so hard for you. And and a couple <laughs> years ago, when we had the podcast, she pulled me aside and she's like, you and JR have the best, the best chemistry. You, you better not walk away from this. You and JR. i said,
1: he tells I, me. You are the only one she's ever given that kind of credit to. She doesn't think that anyone is good enough to be with me or to roll with me. She thinks that they're all users, and you know, in a very pop, you know, as, as a mother who believes in their child. But you, she's like, why don't y'all run that Kelly and Ryan? Bit.
0: Well, Why don't we don't go all the way. We're going to, but we're going to work for boss because I'm not going to chase you down when you're late. So you have to answer to someone else and curse them out.
1: Because <laughs> you know I, I will.
0: I know you will. Don't you? What you going to
1: do about it? Yeah, exactly. So so, now, so I could leave right now. You want me on your show or not?
0: I thought so. <laughs> so when we work for Fox Soul, I'll let you answer to somebody else. <laughs> but we do. We have great chemistry. And Brenda is an amazing, she's an amazing woman. And she's, I, I respect and love her so much because she truly is a stage mom. Like she goes hard for you. She advocates for you. She, you know, negotiates with you. She's really, really great. And I think you are working on a show, right? That she might be in. Is that one of the well, things you pitched? Well,
1: we've done things together. You know, when we were up at Grey Gardens, we shot some things. I think I shot some things at her house. I've shot, oh, my holiday special.
0: Yes, that's right. Okay.
1: So every year I do a holiday special. That's how I'm Emmy nominated. I did one with Patti LaBelle, as you know, uh, Home for the Holidays with Paul Wharton and Patti LaBelle at her house, and uh, which is fantastic. Of course, I took my mom there. Last year we went to Whoopie's for New Year's Eve. I took my mom there. I am. Not a mama's boy, but I'm a boy
0: who loves his mama. Okay, wait. I am. I was going to ask you that because I'm now watching TLC's I Love a Mama's Boy. Now, how old were you? Like, these guys, their moms bathed them until they were 12. Were you and Brenda taking a bath together at 12?
1: No, it's a different kind of relationship. (laughs) We're very independent. She lets me soar and do my own thing. I mean, I moved out when I was like 17 years old. So, now, no, we, but we didn't do all that. What
0: do you think about this? One of the guys on the show, and, and a lot of people are saying he has to be gay, he dyes his mother's hair. He mixes up the formula. Did you ever used to do Brenda's hair? And do you think it's- straight... No, but I would,
1: she won't let me.
0: Really? Do you think a straight guy would mix up dye and dye his hair, dye his mother's well, hair? Well,
1: There's a special kind of love that a man has for his mother. I mean, when you're really in tune and you're not like weird or fucked up, you know, from your past.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know,
1: you love your mom. And I think anything um to make her feel good, I would do so I don't find that weird. You gotta give me more. Like is he second hard city at thirty years old? Like something like that. Okay,
0: so he here's what he does. His name is Matt. He dyes his mom's hair, he mixes up the dye, he does all her highlights. He has a girlfriend. Then he'll take his mom lingerie shopping for the girlfriend. And he'll pick out lingerie with the mom for the girlfriend. And then he'll buy his mother and the girlfriend silk matching robes. Then they all go for pedicures together. And the mother has to sit in the middle so she can be next to the son and next to the girlfriend. Is this sound That's a bit weird. Okay, really? Set the
1: scene. How does he look? He must be hot.
0: He's very I I think he's really good looking, very well kept. Very well. I gotta okay, send you so a photo. That. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's that. OK, so I knew he was good looking because in the girl, she's that's why she's hanging on. You know, the mom won't be around forever. So she just like he if he cherishes his mother that way, she knows if she has his kids, he's going to cherish her. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Now, the mother sitting in the middle might be a little bit weird.
0: So you think hang in there, but the mom could live another 20 years. You think hang in there for 20 years till she dies, and then she can have him to herself? That's a long time to wait with a mama's mom.
1: Mother. I made some oatmeal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he wants to build them a house. So Matt and the girlfriend, he wants to build them a house on the mother's property next door, like to tear down her garage and build a house. So they live next to each other. They work together every day. He picks the mom up after dying her hair and drives her to work. Like, are yeah, you- in- it's a lie. That's too much, right? You are you love your mom, but isn't that a lie?
1: Well, the problem I have is something like that. And a few years ago, I did have a heart to heart with my mom. We were nothing like that, but we're very close. We love each other. Um, but I did tell her, I said, it's very important to me that you still have your own life. Because, you know, my life is kind of exciting. You know, I yes. go on trips and I'd always take my mom. But sometimes I wouldn't take her. And, you know, I felt a little iciness. But I said to her, it's important to me because you're not old. My mom's just 70. And that's like, 70 is like the new 50.
0: Yes, you know. yes.
1: She's got a lot of life left to live in her. She's got a beautiful home, lots of new friends. Yes. And I want her to go and explore and spend time with her own friends. Well, if you put what I'm doing next to any 70-year-old, they'd be like, I want to go with you and drink <laughs> champagne and go over the to Whoopi's. <laughs>
0: uh, every 35 year old, we all want to be doing what you're doing. <laughs> yes. Um, but
1: it's important to me that my mom has her own life. So I think at some point you just kind of have to draw the line. And the other piece is if if somebody dies, you know, whether it's the child you know. or the mom, then you fall apart.
0: It's true. If you're that, if you're so close, you can't be independent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think we've done a great job setting the scene of uh, for new listeners who you are. And of course, your fans love to hear anyway, all your stories and about you. But I want to get to I you. You're currently in London. And I, like I said, I get a lot of DMs from former co-workers of ours, from people that listen to this show.
1: Who? Who, who DMs you? <laughs> that's <laughs> former better. co-worker of mine. <laughs> I
0: know who's calling. People that are, um, <laughs> people are yeah, so. You want to be on here?
1: We starting some shit.
0: People are so curious about your life So you move to And by the way, the hair is real So to conclude that whole conversation, the hair is real You have to look at his hair 100%
1: And go on getjudge.com and buy your own products
0: Getjudge.com. And your products are great, by the way And your skincare products are great Because even a plastic surgeon had had told me that That your products are medical grade
1: My own skin, my own product And look how good that is
0: Oh, your skin 43. looks amazing. We're all jealous. 43, baby. I know, you look... Oh, no. Unbelievable. Man. I mean, you you are kind of looking like morphing into a skinny Oprah, but I mean, besides that, like you do... <laughs> I wish my wallet
1: was morphing into a skinny Oprah.
0: I think you're doing just fine. People want to know all about that, which I'm going to ask you. So you are now currently living in London during a pandemic. How did yeah. this happen?
1: How did it happen? I'm sitting in my place in D.C., looking out the window, looking down to the White House, and I thought for a moment, you know, after... One thing I love about myself is I'm optimistic. I'm a kind of person that skips down the street and gets on other people's nerves. Good morning! (laughs) People are like, shut the fuck up! You know what I mean? (laughs) And And I started to notice that my good morning was like, good morning. And then it's like a head nod, And then I'm just like, fuck it, I'll sleep till noon. Do you know? So like a lot of people, I became a part of this kind of collective depression that we were all going through. And I'm sitting there right in the middle of DC, looking down at the (laughs) White House. And I had been talking to um, this wonderful man that I met on Tinder back in December. He lived in London. Right. Back in December, I set my Tinder for London. I'm just like, these fools in DC, I'm over (laughs) Let me, you know, where do I want to go? I think I'd like to maybe meet somebody in London because I love the accent. You know, I dated somebody before from Ireland. Okay. I just love the English accent. Yes, Um, yes. Different accent, but you get it. Yes. But anyhow, um, one day I was just sitting in my place and I thought, why do I have to be depressed here? Actually, I could go do something else. And that's what I did. I called a friend of mine and she knew the person that owns the flat that I'm renting. And she said it was for rent. And, you know, we made a deal. And um, I spent a couple of months planning the place sending things over what I want to make it fabulous. And um, here I am.
0: Oh, and my I'm God, dating the, the guy. Okay, we are you still dating the guy. So people also love following your dating life. Um, yeah. Because you know, you've been very open. You know, you dated a guy that was European that owned multiple homes in Portugal and everywhere else. Um, what was his name Begin with like an R? You know, his name,
1: um, his name is Renzo.
0: Renzo, Renzo. But Renzo, we ended it with because he had told you at one point he thought you had gained five pounds. So fuck Renzo. We're done oh, with-
1: well, let me tell you something about Renzo. Yeah. Let me give you the Renzo update. Guess who gets a WhatsApp the other day? The day that the Pope came out and said that he believes in civil unions between gay people? Yes, so this, Renzo is a oh, devout Catholic, okay? So, you know, he lives in Rome, he lives in Brussels, he's got the country house in Italy and all that kind of stuff. City house, country house, and in Brussels. So he goes back and forth. Okay. He goes every weekend to Rome. I don't know how he's doing that right now. I think he flies private. But anyhow, <laughs> you know, we had, yeah, this yeah this guy before was like, yeah, there's a little bit more of you than I remember. Ooh, he sent me a picture of himself petting a cat. I was like, who is this that? <laughs> I was, Look, we've all put on some weight. I, I'm totally. I the first to tell you, this pandemic, these pandemic pounds are real. Look what's right down here. Look, right before this, I was like...
0: He's got, he literally has before the interview exercise bands. You don't look like you... I'm, okay, but here's the thing. you, I think that fucked with you when he said that because before you left, I feel like it was the skinniest I've ever seen you. Like your waist was so tiny. I feel like you look good and healthy now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely put on some. And then, you know, my birthday was here. But anyway, so he sends me a message on WhatsApp saying, are you Catholic? With the link to the Pope saying that he believes in civil union. And I said, I'm Christian, non-denominational. And he says, well, what does that mean? I says, what does it matter? And he says, well, we can get married now. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) Um, it's been a year. Since I've heard from you.
1: Yeah, exactly. You just thought I was just sitting around. So I give off that kind of energy. I give off sitting around energy. I ain't doing nothing but twiddling my thumbs and playing with my own nipples. Uh-uh. <laughs> I got somebody else playing with my nipples. Thank you very much.
0: Okay. So tell me about this lending guy. Because you guys have been... How long has that been going on? Like a year? So you guys have well, been dating?
1: Since December, we were talking. And okay. then we just met in August when I, came, when I got here. All right. The middle of August. About August 15th. So it's been about two months together in person and... About seven months before that.
0: Now, but how is this different? Because I, 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 you liked initially. I think he was very down to earth, right? Like, and and weren't you yeah. not sure about his money situation? We were sort of like, oh, he seems like a common folk, and we weren't sure if we're.
1: No, <laughs> don't don't make me that person. No, no, that's all of you all caring about that. No, actually, you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. It's people like you, well, and my- these other girlfriends, like and AJ, and all those people that are like. How you gonna date somebody that works in retail? How you gonna see somebody that, Well, how you gonna do what you do? I'm like, oh, y'all done thought I had a sugar daddy. First of all, let me tell you something. I've never had a sugar daddy ever because I dated rich guys. You know what they give you? Nothing.
0: It's true. I dated a rich guy, too. And I'll tell you this. I always say when people marry for money, you work for it every day because they're giving it to their kids that they've already had with previous wives. And they want to golf every weekend. So if you're not golfing or you're not fishing on some horrible um, striped bass boat or whatever they want to do, yeah, it sucks. Yeah.
1: Well, let me just mention this also. I don't consider it generous um if you are participating in something so if you say oh i'm going to pay for a trip to you know central pay okay great me and my friends that's generous you going you need me for entertainment (laughs) because you know they're never as interesting as i am they're just not
0: it's true you You are you are
1: all this fucking fun be rolling my goddamn hair up at night so in the morning i can be all that you know get out here and make us a whole bunch of new friends on these islands and stuff. Listen, that's work for me.
0: Yes, so, yes.
1: So to me, I don't consider that generosity. So, you know, it really was never me questioning whether I could date someone that seemed a bit more, you know, every day in terms of his work because he's got an extraordinary personality. He's got a fabulous um, uh, everything. He's tall, he's six foot four, you know, he's just a lovely, lovely How's guy. How's his dick? What's <laughs> 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 well, Sarah now, come on. <laughs> I thought, I thought
0: you changed the show. Okay, no. I, yeah, yeah, well, that's just... It's still that, just a different name on the marquee. <laughs> you know, by the way, I'm launching because I get so many men, and I think you should do this because I think there's a motivational spin on this. You know I'm launching an OnlyFans where I'm going to review men's penises. Men send me so many dick pics, and they want to know if they're normal, I need you as a guest judge or guest reviewer sometimes because these guys have small dicks. One guy's dick has is curved to the left like you would not believe. Is that normal? I mean, I've seen some penis in my life. But I am going to review. These men want it re- be reviewed. They want to know what they're supposed to do. Do they give women warnings? Do they give men warnings when their penis one's got one ball? I mean, I want to. Know. <laughs> I want to. Know. I think But what I- are you going to do?
1: What are they going to do about it if you say, no, it's not normal? What you going to do? You're going to stop whacking off? You're going to stop trying to get pussy? No, no we're, they're going to keep doing what they do.
0: I'm going to give an honest review. One guy does have a very tiny penis that's almost like stuck into the skin like a turtle head. I'm I am going to give him okay see I need your help I need your help like what because I mean haven't we all run into someone that is amazing but then they've got something wrong with their wanker I mean we all have so
1: terrible so awful I slept with a famous opera singer years ago and did I, I told you about this right oh
0: my god uh oh god I know who it is yes keep okay, going. So I slept with a
1: famous opera singer and he was in my bed was, I was living in New York City and you know the night before we had met, I think we just met. It was the first night. Domingo. No,
0: that's <laughs> it. No, what? What's the uh Paparazzi. Couldn't
1: have found that dick up under all that blubber. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway. <laughs> Oh, no, you know, I love you, Pop, right? I think you passed on. He
0: Rest did. 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 R.I.P. R.I.P. You were loved. Who cares about the way? You had a, a beautiful voice, but you, you so, would have so, lifted like, up a lot.
1: Story. So, yeah, I hooked up with this guy. He's got the smallest penis ever, but he's in this, you know, he's a famous opera guy. He's like a pop opera guy. So everybody knew who he was. Oh. And I met him at this bar and he came over and I'm like, that's all you got? So anyway, we did whatever we could do, you know, because I'm working with something with just fine. And, um... The next morning, you know, the sun was coming in my room and I realized I'm like on the edge of the bed and he's all close to me, you know, like crowding me out. I'm about to fall off the edge of the bed. And I'm like, what is in the name of small penis Back up. get off of me, what the fuck is going on? So I kept trying to back him up and he wouldn't, he just kept getting closer. So finally I said, what the fuck is going on? I knew something was up, something was up.
0: Okay, what's, it- Oh, yeah
1: got up out of the bed and he's still acting like he's asleep. And I looked out and I said, what is going on? And I put my hand, and something just made me put my hand over. He had peed in my bed. (laughs) Not a little bit of dribble. This motherfucker had drank the whole night at the little gay club. Boom, boom, (laughs) boom, 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 boom. Drinking, smoking cigarettes. Back in the days you could smoke cigarettes in the club. Come home, didn't pee once. Do you have to go to the bathroom? Nope. You say you don't need to pee? Nope, because I remember I lived far from the bathroom, <laughs> upstairs. You know. He pissed in my he pissed in my bed.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! Is okay. This is I, I'm going to spend all day now looking at famous pop <laughs> opera singers. I'll tell you after the show. Okay, but see, but here's my thing. What are men supposed to do? Because they I get this question all the time from men that have small penises, and now they send them to me. Are you supposed to give a woman a warning? Because I say yes. Uh, don't you want to know if it's so tiny? Like, don't you want to know that?
1: Oh, that's a total deal breaker for me. Because you know what? I'm at a point in my life where I just can't be dealing with that. Like, I
0: so you're not all, interested in small penis at all. If he's like three no. inches, it's a no. Four inches, you would have
1: to have. Oh my god, that's when I really would get in his pocketbook. I don't know. You'd there'd have to be some. You know something's got to be the great equalizer. You got no dick, but you got a billion dollars. You know, or you got a big old dick, but you know, you know what I mean. It's got to be something. It's like a, it's a way it, to scale. It's really, dick or money. You got to have one or the other.
0: Okay, okay. And you don't you like for you? You don't even want the warning because like you you just not even interested unless they're a famous opera singer and they're and it's okay. oh I wasn't
1: really interested in him. I was just young. Um yeah, would you would know, like the, the bed. You remember the days you used to meet people at the club? This is like before Tinder and everything and everything. I don't even know if you were, were you dating in these days?
0: Well, I think, no, I mean, once I, when I was starting to date, you couldn't smoke in bars.
1: Yeah, see, that's a little bit, see, I'm 43 and you're 35. So there's eight years difference Right. There. A lot happened over those eight years. Let me, <laughs> let me take you back. Okay, let me tell you what happened. Okay,
0: wait. I am. I I, my nose here is like dripping, like I'm doing cocaine. You
1: want to pause?
0: No, no. I'm just gonna. You're gonna keep going and tell this story while I'm just gonna reach over and get a tissue. (laughs) My nose has started to run so bad now. People are sending me resumes, like, not resumes, remedies. I don't know why I don't do drugs, and it just it runs like a fucking faucet. It's like snot coming down the entire time. I don't know why. I know. Keep talking. Let me just grab a tissue. (laughs)
1: Keep okay people, let me tell you a story. <laughs> so, do you know how well maybe you don't because all you all probably date on Tinder and Bumble and everything else. But in the olden days, you used to go to the club, Okay. go into the bar, and you'd be looking all cute, you'd get all ready, listening to your Madonna or your Share whatever you wanted to listen to before you got <laughs> before you went out. And you show up at the club and you kind of walk around first, you do a couple of strolls around, you see who's there, and then you pull up to the bar. And you would like make eye contact with someone across the club, across the bar
0: Uh uh-huh.
1: and make eye contact. Now, this is before I did Made, because when I did Made in those days, there weren't that many shows. So <laughs> so, so once you
0: I, did that, people knew who you were. When I did
1: that, the difference is before Made, my dating life was hot. You can ask Javon, Fred Howard, Tim Mathias, all my old friends from New York back in those days. Oh, they were like, oh, that Paul Warden. Mm-mm. Nah. He gonna get him somebody.
0: <laughs> well, I actually think AJ, who everybody knows, you know, long time on this show. I think she's has she told you about her neighbors? Because her neighbors, I think one of them says that he dated you or something, you know. And he's now with he's now married to a guy and everything. And he like every time she sees him, he has like all kinds of stories about you. Have you two talked Is about he a this? Navy?
1: Was he in the navy? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Did he run he, the navy? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I dated a guy that lives in her neighborhood that was like the head of the Navy. You know, the the gay guy that was like, what is his name? He was like the head of the Navy. He lives over there. He was like the only gay guy that's ever, he's like the, was the top guy in the Navy.
0: Oh my God, you you got me Googling left and right. Okay. Okay. So anyway.
1: But I didn't date him for very long. You would make
0: eye contact. And I know what you mean in making eye contact in a bar. Now I did that so much. The guy that I was making contact with contacted the bouncers and they came over to me and they said, excuse me, ma'am. The eye contact that you're making is really creeping this guy out. We'd like you to leave. We'd like you to leave. That was over at like Spider Kelly's in Arlington. I like locked in on him and I was hammered and I didn't stop and- Did you tell him you had a
1: stigmatism? (laughs) Shut up. You you ain't got no stigmatism. You want a jiggum I
0: know, I know. I was like, I'm just trying to get with this guy. How the fuck are you kicking me out? Oh, my God,
1: that's too funny. Okay, so you would make eye contact across the bar. Yeah. See, so you react like we're on the phone with each other. This is how <laughs> our conversation Let me tell the people the story.
0: Okay. All okay? right?
1: You make eye contact, and you know what they're there for. And so then, you know, somebody sends somebody a drink, and then eventually you come around. And before you know it, at the end of the, the... expectation was somebody was going home with the other one. It's just what you did. Okay. Thank God I was safe all those years. Thank the Lord. You know, I was always practicing safe sex. Thank God. Kids, Practice safe sex, because, you know, then you can still be cute at 43 without any residual issues. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but, so then May came on, and I was dealing with this producer from, from MTV, and he was like, when this show comes on, watch. Your whole situation is going to change. I said, ain't nothing going to change. Cut to back at the bar. G, that was my bar of choice in Chelsea in New York City. At the bar, and I'm sitting there, I lock eyes. I'm like, mm.
0: <laughs> Oh, my! this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her fertility aid is well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now you're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception For Her, Conception For Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's E-U-NATURAL on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception For Her, Conception For Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code FRASER20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R, the number's two, zero. How ironic! At checkout, that's tsfs at hero. dot co.
1: Right up my alley. Lock eyes. He sends me a drink. He comes around. I'm thinking, your house or mine, big boy? <laughs> like I knew it was going down. And he's like, so tell me all about it. How is Nadja? How's it like being on TV? And he goes into all this thing. And I'm like, who? TV? well TV's the devil. <laughs> It ruined me. It ruined my dating life. Or maybe it saved me, one or the other. But yeah, things changed up then.
0: Oh, my God. So, okay, we we do always talk. We have like a million tangents. But this guy that you're with, and I think the word is grounded. I like this guy for you. I think he's grounded because over the years, you've dated some guys. Yes, they have lots going on. Sometimes it's hard. You know, you deserve somebody that's all about you. Kind of like Schman is with me. You need a Schman, right. you know?
1: He's nurturing. He's grounded. He's an amazing cuddler. He always brings things over. We watch movies. He's a great listener. I talk to him about my business ideas. He gives me amazing feedback. He makes me explore because people like me tend to, you know, it's like my house, Soho house, Annabelle's, you know, I go to the little fancy places and bring my ass on home. Yes. But he's like, honey, let's go to the Tate Museum and then let's walk and let's take the ferry up to such and such and let's, go eat street food down in the, you know, the fancy bitches like me don't do. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but yes. But he's making me, like, put my sneakers on <laughs>
0: and
1: get out and, like, explore things. I'm like, oh, you do stuff. You actually do stuff. Okay,
0: so you two are still together and you feel like this has a future. This sounds like it's going We're well. We're very happy.
1: We're very happy. That is a. And he doesn't live here. He lives in his own place across town. Okay. Um, On the other side of town, really. Um, but he kind of works in the middle and, you know, so he comes over maybe, you know, three, three nights a week he spends here, but really, you know, I decided years ago never to move, let's say for a man or have my life revolve around a partner. I just don't want to do that. So I'm here to create my own opportunities to explore life. And he's just like, you know, he's a wonderful part of my life. But I wouldn't put all that pressure on a person to be everything for me. Well,
0: Paul, the one thing I think that's really inspiring, well, I mean, there's many things, but one of the things I think is inspiring about you is you seem to be a man who is fine if you never have, like, a partner also. Like, you seem good on your own, single.
1: I'm good on my own. Yeah, that's— I'm good on my own. Now, having said that, because a lot of people get in that space, and like, I don't want to meet anybody. Let me tell you something. You should see me talking baby talk.
0: Oh, no, oh,
1: my bag? Oh, I'm gonna cuddle with you. Do you know what I mean? Like we all have that inside of us because really when it all boils down, we all want to love and be loved.
0: Totally. And it is such
1: a wonderful thing. I mean, imagine you without Schman. I just can't see it. I can't picture it. That's why you can be so crazy and off the wall because you got Schman at home holding it
0: down totally completely he's the ying to my yang he really really yes. is yeah. um, okay kind of rapid fire about your life over in london people want to know are y- any plans to come back like are you coming back or are no, you I'm in- living
1: in both places i mean obviously i still have my place there i know because i send them i send everybody their money every month and i'm like god damn you know it kind of hurts when you're sending all this money back home and you're not even living there but I'm still maintaining, you know, my office and my DC. house and everything.
0: Okay. And
1: everything, nothing has changed. I added to. So I'm being like the white people when they just, you know, live in several places and nobody asked them shit. <laughs> do you know, where do you live? I got four houses. Okay, of course. When are you going to get your fifth? You know, I go, I add one more on. Everybody's like, how you doing it? What you doing? You're selling your dick.
0: How you making it? I you hungry? Well, wait, wait, wait. The only reason, okay, in defense of those people that, that do DM me that all the time, I think yeah. is because you don't have a traditional job. It's not like you're the CEO of AT&T. You're the CEO of Paul Wharton Style. But I right. think people always are like, well, how, where's all the money coming from? Because it's not, when we turn on your IG story, it's just one fabulous dinner and another made to the next. I mean, so it's just like, <laughs> wait, where's, is he Where's you Baltimore's? said the
1: maids? Yes. The maids was on there? Who, oh, my maid?
0: Who was that girl you had one time and you were directing her making tea? You were sitting down and you were like, oh, uh, Annalisa, Annalisa, tea and this and that. And she's like popping all around your apartment. She's got scones. <laughs> it's
1: like, who's... Is uh, anyone? Oh, that Giselle, my intern. Giselle. Giselle. Yeah, you have a maid here, too, though. But she's, she's lovely. But she hasn't <laughs> been on yet. She hasn't met y'all yet. <sighs> but listen, this is the thing. You know, I am my own little industry. Yes. Okay. So... You know, in addition to the fabulousness, there is the products that I have my own line of products, which is really primarily skincare and haircare. I'm coming out with new candles this holiday season. I'm working on my second book. Can- I got my advance already. You know, this is the first, pulling it all together. And everything so working-
0: can be purchased at Whartonstyle.com. Paul right?
1: Whartonstyle.com or com. Okay. But really, I started off in this industry as a show creator and executive producer now i may not have gotten all the credit that i should have gotten but that's what i was really good at so i am now partners with mona scott young who is as everybody knows a creator of love and hip-hop that's what she's most famous for but she and i are in a five partnership deal i come up with the shows um i attach the talent we develop them together and we've sold two of our five just since the pandemic started and you know that'll keep you you know <laughs> that'll, <in> bubble bubble. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll keep your hair bouncing you, just, you well, get into that line of work
0: i think it okay that is that's great that now i think
1: people now you know i've had a few smart investments as you know yes you are a smart investor i helped get off the ground and i was a founder and then they went through the roof and you know here i am
0: through the roof. When I opened up the paper and there that story was and Jay Z was involved, I thought, oh shit, I guess he was telling the truth. I can't. Oh, in the beginning, because everybody's
1: like, Oh, you're gonna Yeah, yeah. Some catering. Oh, you're gonna oh, really, All I remember.
0: You to... Back in the day the DC improv, when Sammy probably knew that you were gonna replace him. You know, you brought in some sandwiches and then you and Sammy got into a fight. And it was just so great.
1: Did we get into a fight?
0: Yes, because remember Sammy started offending your sandwiches? He, you know, remember he thought this was low end, and you were like, Excuse me. And then you two went out, and then you were like, Sweep those crackers off of your shoulders. And you were like, You've got other problems. How
1: many years ago was that?
0: It <laughs> had to be five.
1: We read the story. Four, four and a half, four
0: and a half, four and a half. You'd be the judge. You'd be the judge. Um, I think, okay. I think I'm just doing okay. People want to know what is the best things about London. What are oh. the best things about? Because obviously, you know, I mean, I've never lived there. I lived in Ireland. I, you know, Europe is a whole different feel. It's amazing. They usually love Americans. Um, some places. So what's the What's the vibe? What's the difference?
1: Well, first of all, um, the difference is good or bad. The people here aren't under, well, the people here don't live as much like they're in a pandemic, which is kind of scary. Coming from America, you come over here and people are like in the bars, they're in the restaurants. The numbers are rising, not like America, but they're rising and, you know, they've been some shutdowns. Like here, everything closes at 10 o'clock. You can only bubble with one other household, essentially. if If you're like two single people, you can bubble or you can bubble with one household, that kind of situation. Um, right now, those are some of the limitations, but it really doesn't stop anything. Um, you know, that's it, it, feels different. It feels more like regular life. Um, and it's just new. Anytime you go someplace new, I mean, people from here are dying to go to America. Really? See, I've done them, Yes, they're like, you're from America. Wow. wow. <laughs> now they think that Trump is crazy as cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, I'm here to co sign and back it all up. But um, anything new can be exciting, especially if someone has convinced you in life, just because we hear it so many times. Okay, you work here, you live here, uh, you, you're supposed to get married to somebody from here and then move them in here and then you have kids and the kids go to school here. And, you know, I just didn't want that to be my life. I've always thought even before I had two, well, I've always had a couple of pennies, but you know, even before like I could do really what I wanted to do, that I didn't want to live that traditional life. I wanted, every place I go, I want to have a house. <laughs>
0: I just, You're doing you know, it. I'm not there
1: yet, but but Sarah, my, you know, it's just like, you know, when I go to LA, I want to have a house there. I want to go any place I, I want to have a house. I just, I want to live even bigger.
0: Well, and I love your, you know, you're always, and this is the other thing. Do you have any advice? You always are rubbing elbows with huge celebrities. And not only that, you're staying with them. This summer in the Hamptons, you were with Kelly ben Simone. You know, you and Kelly ben Simone from former Real Housewives of New York. She's there. Plus, you're having dinner with some guy who owns like a major skincare line. I'm like, how do you? Oh,
1: Peter Thomas Robb. I love him. How
0: do you meet people like that? Because I, I mean, I guess I got to leave the house because honest to God, I mean, I go out here in Leesburg and meet a guy walking a fat cat. Like, I'm like, where's <laughs> where's Leonardo DiCaprio? I mean, I you're know, right? with Jennifer Lewis, Vivica yeah. A. Fuck. Like, how do you meet these people?
1: Well, here's the thing. You know, meeting them is being in the right place at the right time and having a purpose to be there. So a lot of times I'll see other people that will meet these famous people that I'm out with and they're like, Oh my God, I got you here. I gotta pitch my show to you. And I'm just like, She's trying to have a martini and like, you know, whatever. Relax her nerves. Like that's just the wrong time. So people will equate you with stress, drama. Don't go talk to him because he's gonna be trying to pitch a show.
0: Ah uh, you know oh that so might be for me. me.
1: It's never yes, you <laughs> it's me. It's never really um trying to um, advance a relationship before it's in its proper time. When I vibe, because I've met tons of people that I just didn't really vibe with that are really famous. Like that's not wasn't my moment with them. Right. Like that, you know. We did the people that I'm friends with um, authentically. It, it clicked, and we just kind of grew, and um, and so it worked. So I've never really tried to force anything. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: I wasn't yeah. out there like, I need to meet famous people. And the other thing that I think I'm really good at that I suggest that people do is I don't just call people when I need them. You know, Oh, that's I,
0: so smart. Yeah. Do
1: you know, I stay in touch with people. I cultivate relationships and really let them know that I care uh, when I care. I don't fake it if I don't. But that's you know, so good. the people I like, I really care. And I think a lot of people make the mistake, Sarah... Where, you know, they meet somebody and they're like, oh, I'm going to put them on my list. Okay, so if I ever need something from them, I'll call them. If I ever need something from them, or when I visit their town, I'll call them. But for me, it's never out of sight, out of mind. For the people that I love, I'm always keeping in touch. Like, I just was texting with Whoopi yesterday. You know, Vivek and I talk all the time. You know, Jennifer and I talk every night. But the same way I would do my non-famous friends that I love, I do my famous friends that I love.
0: Oh my God, it's so good. Now, are you keeping up with any... You kind of seem like you're in your own realm over there, like you're just making new friends, you're getting television gigs. Are you keeping up with any pop culture stories here or are you just like taking a break and you're just focusing on the now and London?
1: Well, I... I'm not really keeping up with many pop culture <laughs> stories there, to be honest with you, because I don't really watch any of those shows. Yeah, you're, you're taking
0: a break. Yeah, yeah. You're not watching Housewives over there. You're not watching. And I'm busy.
1: You're you know, busy. I'm busy. I just started working with ITV. Okay, what um, is I that? I got my first two. ITV. ITVB has like Real Housewives of Cheshire. They have um, their famous show, The Only Way is Essex. Um, they have all the popular. It's like Bravo. Okay, it's, it's the UK's Bravo. And
0: do they have a morning show? Because you were just on, right, yesterday or something?
1: No. Um, no, that show, that was the show that I'm that I'm on starting December 1st. And it's called Totally Unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> and so, yeah. So they sit you there and you're in a studio and they have... It's so crazy because they use all, like, famous UK people. So all of their housewives, all of their people that are on, you know... Hugh Grant, famous pop stars, and all that kind of stuff over here, and, and me. So i on a new season of that. Oh my God, so I, love I that. so. I sit in in a studio, and then they asked me about, like yesterday, they were talking about um, these fabulous celebrity homes, and then it was these really exotic places that celebrities go on vacation. It just so happens that I've been to almost all of them. <laughs> so you know, I have these little personal stories, and then they're like, "Oh, what about the Billabird?" I'm like, Verde, Franco owns that." They're like, "You know Franco?" Oh, I'm like, "Yeah, I Franco." I'm like. So it just kind you of worked.
0: Are amazing, but I'm part
1: of getting in where I fit in. I'm not trying to be an English person because I'm not. Um, I'm just being myself, and I'm hoping that that sticks. But yeah, I'm um, I'm doing, uh, great, Good morning, Great Britain. Good morning, Britain, or whatever. <laughs> next week with Pierce Morgan.
0: No way with yeah. Pierce, oh my God, you have to put that out all over. Pierce oh, I is will. so controversial. They to
1: do it tomorrow morning, but I didn't like the subject matter. So I didn't want to. Oh, what they want
0: off. to talk about. What did Piers want? You know, because Piers is very controversial. He's kind of conservative, you know, he's
1: right. So you know what? We'll we'll figure this out because I'm making sure it's the right. I don't want to be like you bitch." You know?
0: Okay. And you know, Piers, like, did you see the story recently where Piers put out that he and Paris Hilton were on a show about getting married in Vegas and actually got married? Like, I guess they never actually signed the papers, or they might have signed the papers, and then were immediately annulled. But Google that. Back in the day, Piers Morgan... Do you remember when Piers was, like, here and beloved? Like, he was, yes, like...
1: because let me tell you something maybe you don't remember. Do you remember when he was a judge on Celebrity Apprentice All-Stars <laughs> and Omarosa was on? Do you remember
0: Yes! That?
1: Okay, so there was a big art show, and Dennis Rodman did a piece, and um, the, the big... Um, country singer, really big, I don't know who it was. Omarosa did a piece. Anyway, I went in and bought a piece of art from her. So at the elimination, he was trying to get her out of there because they they don't like each other.
0: Oh, got it, got it.
1: He was trying to get her out of there. And he says, so this is on the show, okay? He says, Omarosa, what celebrities did you have come by any art? And she's like, I had Paul Wharton. He says, I don't know who that is. That moment when you meet oh, him? So he already knows because the you know I have a new agent over here. Hilarious. Uh, her name is Jane Brent. She looks like Joan Collins. She's fabulous. I bet. She <laughs> looks like Joan Collins she's got all this jewelry hair and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I told her, and she told, and she told Pierce. So he knows.
0: Epic. Okay, you <laughs> have to post clips. We can't wait to see that. Um, the next time we talk to you, we'll have a new president. Do you have any predictions? Um, or I'm sure. Biden. Biden. <laughs> And if not, oh, Trump, 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 no, I'm just kidding. Crazy kid, <laughs> look. I can't. Cut this shit. I can't. It's too hard Trumpets, Trumpets. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> you Fuck can't even joke about shit like that. My blood pressure no just went up. No
0: mask, no oh, mask. I'm just
1: kidding. What a fool. Somebody just showed me a, a little clip of uh, oh, Don God. Jr. at this rally. Do you see him out there with no mask signing I, autographs?
0: I, yeah, I midst
1: mean, see the people with no masks, he's had it. Kimberly gave it to him, or he gave it to her.
0: Oh God, um, do you do you think you know people? I'll tell you. I mean, you follow, you're following. I'm sure over there, but it seems like it's getting tighter.
1: I'm it's nervous. definitely getting
0: tighter. I'm nervous. It's Getting
1: tighter, but I and keeping hope alive, yep. I believe that there are more people that want to stand on the right side of history than there are people <laughs> that are trying to go backwards and hold on to some false power. This man is not a leader. He is just someone in power. Um, he's self-serving for him and his own family. Everybody knows he is not the one that should be leading the United States of America, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. Do
0: you do you but, think Joe is, though? I mean, being 77. I mean, I, absolutely. I love Joe. I mean, I think he's Joe has a, he's a he's lot a of dignity. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. He's kind. He's compassionate. He's willing to work with the other side. Absolutely.
0: Yeah absolutely well i'm
1: gonna hold it down and she's gonna be a very active vice president and i believe in her and i believe that he'll put in an amazing cabinet i hope pete Buttigieg gets in there and all the other fabulous people you know i'm telling you i mean we got to turn that country around it drove me out it drove me out of there i mean you know and i frankly i don't know what to do with myself
0: i know well you know so many people threatened to leave and then you're uh you actually left so you know it's pretty amazing i'm coming Um, back I know uh, Paul tell people again Where can they follow you And where can they buy your products And support you Because yeah. you're amazing And pop. in yeah. 2021 You're going to have some big shows Pop on the air So 2021
1: I'll have some big shows uh, Over here in the UK I'll start December 1st On Totally Unbelievable On ITVB Which is really exciting Huge. But anyway You can follow me on Instagram At Paul Wharton Style And my website is Paul Wharton Style And then my beauty site Where you can buy my products Is GetJuzged Love That's dot dcom
0: Love you. Thank you, my friend. Everybody is so <laughs> excited to hear this update. Love you so much, Paul. We'll Cheers see you soon. Cheers to you, baby. Love Cheers.
1: you. Cheers to everybody out there.